Happy New Year. He's Andy. That guy's Evan. And this is Bad Watch, a show where we watch the shit out of shit. And this week we watched... What did we watch? <laughs> it's called Warrior Nun. <laughs> you dingus. <laughs> I remember. I was just making sure you did. Or the better title that Andy came up with, Religious Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Oh, you read my notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is so accurate as to be hysterical. Um, <laughs> I got like angry when I realized that's what was going on. <laughs> it's y'all. Okay. The main thing that made me angry about yeah. this show is that it yeah. has such a cool, interesting premise and it is so boring. It's, <laughs> it I really, could, it's so terribly, terribly boring. God, when they cut in. With the voiceover, it, I, I was like, no. I, I said, The voiceover no, stop is it. truly heartbreaking because, like, the lead actor in this is, I don't know, she's not like uh, Millie Bobby Brown levels of, like, wow, she's really talented. But, you know, mm-hmm. she's she has a lot of charisma. She's clearly done some acting work before. And sure. she's, like, fun to watch, especially when she's doing her cool nun power shit. But they give the voiceover her this, kills it so bad. Yeah. The voiceover, it, if you're familiar with the original release of Blade Runner, where Harrison Ford had a shitty voiceover, it feels a lot like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, where he's, she's describing everything around her, and clearly the people who created Warrior Nun think everyone watching is a fucking idiot, because you could remove the voiceover and it would be a better show. You don't need to explain it, no, it the way it they really did. It really is really bad. Like, every time they, they did it, they did it twice. Three times, twice, I think. Yeah, they kind of abandon it. They each time is painful. It's yeah, it's rough. Well, so we open on what is it, Andalusia, Spain, right? Did they did wait? Did they say that somewhere? I was very confused. Uh, It's somewhere in Spain, I believe. Okay, unless I have forgotten how to read or was hallucinating. And okay. I, I missed that just like like I think she missed it because she comes to and is like basically crying and they have this weird okay, thing. Wait, like, did you start like, like five minutes in because no, no I may, may, maybe my eyes were closed for an extended blink. <laughs> because we open in Andalusia and not only did Andy forget this show is set in Spain or at least this episode. So did the entire cast because no one speaks Spanish except for one random passerby who has literally one line and then is vomited on. So, <laughs> wait, did we vomited on? Did we watch different fucking shows? What did you? Well, hold on, no, hold on, listeners, just everyone, just pause. <laughs> wait, what episode? Did you watch episode one? Yeah, what episode did you watch? One, I think. She no, wakes up in didn't. a bedroom, right? She does not wake up in a bedroom. What? <laughs> what did I? What did I watch? Um, oh, I have to do some research. Wait, wait! You read my notes. Did my notes? Seem... I skimmed your notes. Let's not call okay. it reading. You <laughs> no, you you did not watch the same episode that I watched. You watched an episode of this show. Um. Oh, you know what? This okay. You know what? It seems like they they did allude to a lot of stuff that I had did not understand. <laughs> Andy, how did this happen? I don't now, this is very interesting because while you and I do share a Netflix account, we do not share Netflix profiles. And so there's no reason, even though I watched the episode before you, there's no reason that in your profile 
Netflix would say, oh, right, you've already seen episode one. I don't, yeah, I thought, it, I have no idea. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, no, re- look at, my I'm notes are really notes. bad, so buckle up, ladies and gents. <laughs> your notes are very different from my notes. So we open in Andalusia, <laughs> Spain, where everyone forgets hold, hold, it's Spain and no one speaks Spanish except for the boy who's vomited on later. We'll get to hold him. Hold on, hold on. What, we should, what I think we should do, Evan, is you just start doing your story, your episode, and I'll just start doing mine, and we'll just... We'll like like trains pass you the night. We'll just talk over each other and we like do a stereo thing and they can pick which ear they want to listen to. I you know, maybe. <laughs> so we open, or at least I opened, on a cranky a cranky nun talking to a priest and they're standing Whoa. over a dead body and the priest says, I need to know her name, her age, and how she died. And the nun says her name is Ava someone. She was 19, and I'm not going to tell you how she died, which is a continuing mystery throughout the first episode. Do they cover that in episode two, Anderson? (laughs) I don't. Who knows what episode I I watched, but um, Was that addressed in the episode you watched? Let's let's not (laughs) pigeonhole you into episode two. Who knows where you were? She okay. <laughs> Ava in my in the alternate timeline world where I watched, she woke up and she had been rescued by a guy named JC at a where she had just drowned in a pool. Okay, <laughs> so that's in the middle of this episode. Did I like hallucinate and like pass out for the first okay twenty so, minutes or something? Ladies and gentlemen, it's twenty twenty one, and we're <laughs> we're just coming at you, bangerang, feet to the fire. <laughs> Guns blazing. Oh, boy. So, Andy, quiet down for a minute until I get to the part Mm -hmm. where Ava jumps into the pool, despite recognizing that she doesn't know how to swim because she's a fucking dumbass, apparently. She is a dumbass. Um, I apparently skipped out on the first 20 minutes or something. This is amazing. Hush, baby (gasps) word. Hush. I got to tell you how this episode started. (laughs) So... Oh, where did you see churros? I'm looking at your notes and I'm... Oh, my God. Okay, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> um, this is amazing. <laughs> so, there's standing over dead Ava. And Ava, lady, just spoiler alert, is the main character of the show and the titular warrior nun. And the cranky she's nun... she's not a nun. The, the, no, she's not a nun. She was in an orphanage and was a quadriplegic and died under mysterious circumstances that the nun refuses to reveal and later oh my god i missed so many things (laughs) later it seems like not even ava knows how she died um it's it's very confusing but they're they're talking over the dead body and the priest is like well we'll bury her you know and the cranky nun is like good you know, it doesn't matter if she's going to heaven or hell because her life here was hell already. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a cranky nun. And then there's some, then the priest gets like a text message or something like that. <laughs> like, um, and he's like, oh, you have to go like now. And then a bunch of battle scarred women run in and they all are dressing each other as sister, sister this, sister that. And they're armed to the teeth and they were followed from like their last mission and one of their people was hit with divinium shrapnel and yeah, I, I know what divinium is she's bleeding out and the one there's mary so shannon is the one who's about to die and there's mary who is literally the the token black 
woman or token black character in the show. Mary is like, no, we can't take out the halo because then she'll die. And I'm like, so wait, what is killing her? The halo or the shrapnel? Because earlier it was sounding like the shrapnel was killing her. But then Shannon's like, Mary, do it. (laughs) And then (laughs) um, they, there's a surgeon with them somehow who's not a warrior nun, but is a nun still and just does doctor stuff. And she pulls out this glowing metal ring from Shannon's back and Shannon expires and says, but before she does, she tells Mary, don't trust. And then there's a long pregnant pause where Mary's like, who don't trust who? And then Shannon completely uh, pops the tension and says, anyone and then dies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then there's like explosions happening elsewhere in this church. And then they're like, they they must have followed us here. We have to get out. The roof collapses, which I thought killed a bunch of the warrior nuns. But later it turns out they're all just like bruised slightly. They were all fine. That's um, a pretty standard roofing direction. <laughs> I, I have to say, I am enjoying... This is like, I'm just a listener. I'm a live listener This is to what our, our listeners podcast. go through, Andy. <laughs> yeah, enjoy this. So <laughs> meanwhile, this is all happening, and the uh, surgeon nun has the halo in this big, hefty metal contraption that looks a lot like a bear trap. And so she's running around with a glowing hot bear trap, and she finds... The corpse who, you know, was is just on this table in a different room and she runs in, rolls her onto her side and puts the halo in Ava's back. And then one of the bad guys follows her, follows Surgeon Nun into the room. He doesn't see where she put the halo. He's beating her up. And meanwhile, Ava's feet are twitching and... You know, it's silly because at this point, the viewers don't know that Ava did not have the ability to walk ever in her life. <laughs> so you're like, so, you're just like, oh, she's alive, maybe? Or <laughs> As opposed to, it's a miracle. Or, or... Yeah. And so it's weird that they there's all this focus on the movement in her legs, because any movement in this dead body is pretty notable. And yeah. um, the bad guy uh, kills the surgeon nun, and then... Ava wakes up a little more and there's this red smoke coming out of his face. And then Ava's like up and at him. She picks up the bear trap thing that the surgeon used to carry the halo. She hits the guy in the face and the red demon cloud floats off. And then she starts wandering around the town in like a hospital gown, Um, but not a real hospital gown because it's not open in the back. Does she say anything about the fact that she's able, she's A, alive, and B, walking? She do, has some voiceover. Mon- like, and oh, in my does. notes, okay. I said, fuck this voiceover. And then I said, <laughs> and this soundtrack, period. Billie <laughs> Eilish, question mark. And then, and then next line, Ava had polio, question mark. <laughs> and so she's wandering through this uh, town square in Andalusia. And she's having like, am I dreaming? Is this heaven? And then, oh, so you're saying that's a that's a thing they do because they were doing that in whatever episode I watched, and it was like I was really annoyed at that. Like, why do they like they they do like a fuzzy uh, filter over the camera so everything's like like fuzzed out, just obnoxious. I was like, Andy, if I you don't... could finish, if you could wait to discuss your episode until I'm done discussing my episode. 
fine, fine. I just um, get excited. <laughs> so this is when the sole Spanish speaker in this entire region approaches Ava, and foolishly, he speaks to her in Spanish, saying, Esta bien. And she looks legit like a crazy person, because she's walking around in a hospital gown, laughing her head off, because she told herself a joke about... Um, maybe I was dead before and now I'm alive or something. It's a really, it's not funny, but she thinks it's hilarious. And he's like, Esta bien? Are you drunk? And, uh, she goes, what? Uh, no. And then she pukes on him. And it, 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 I don't, they don't address why. <laughs> because it's not like she's eaten recently. <laughs> because, you know, she's been dead. Um, and then she's well, backing back up tired, away from this angry. guy that she vomited on. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she is slammed by a bus. And Oof. a bus just launches her across this town square. She flies through the wall, ghost style, wakes up in a souvenir shop for the, I'm assuming the, uh, like, a Barcelona club team or something. It was a very familiar looking jersey. Um, oh, that makes so much more sense now. Okay. Yeah. See, we did watch the same episode. Just no, we, we didn't... no, we no, we did not. I watched the next episode, and I was very confused why there was like a Barcelona shop scene for some reason. <laughs> they didn't address anything, and now it makes a lot more sense. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> at this point, she flies through the wall, and then she lands. And she's like, "Oh wow." And her leg is all busted up, and we watch it, like, stitch itself back together, and I immediately dubbed her Ghost Wolverine. And um, so uh, we cut back to the nuns who miraculously all survived the collapsing roof. Um, She is – they're still in the church that was attacked because Mary is over Shannon's – dead body and is pulling out bits of the divinium shrapnel and uh handsome priest shows up not hot priest from fleabag season two but just a mildly handsome priest and he's like you don't have to do that she's like well if i can pull out all this shrapnel i can figure out what the weapon was that killed her um and then they've realized that the surgeon put the halo into a recently deceased body because according to this priest when you do that, it makes it much harder for their enemies to like figure out where the halo was located. Like apparently, human flesh scrambles its signal or something. They said something really dumb like that. Sure. Mary asks handsome priest, "Has this ever happened before?" He goes, "No, not that I know of." And then um, there's this moment where she, where I think Mary says, "Like, well, this was some weird accident." And then the priest is like. Not necessarily. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Literally. Oh, he, oh that, Jesus. That guy, is, that guy is filled with, uh, God leads us leads us to you know our own path. Like, everything happens for a reason. It's constant with him. <laughs> episode yes. two is filled with it. I'm pretty sure I watched episode two. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn it, Andy. <laughs> well, Somehow. we can hear from you later. Or never. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so Ava I took all me- these great notes. <laughs> Ava, meanwhile, is wandering around the town and she robbed this uh clothing this souvenir this fo- football uh souvenir store and is just wearing all their gear wandering through the town she goes to the ocean and is walking through the surf and she's running because she's never run before and this is when i was like did she have polio like what is going on like she's very excited about running in the sand and also she's surprisingly fast for not having any muscle definition down there 
Then she goes back to the orphanage where she lived until she died. And she goes into her old room and there's a boy there named Diego who, despite being in Spain, has an Irish accent. And that is that. Yeah, it that that is what I noticed on episode two. <laughs> everyone is the most international group of cast I've ever like everyone has a different accent. <laughs> it's, it's really sort of absurd. It's bizarre. Um, and then she goes to like some bar because it's the next day by this point. Like she the church was attacked like at midnight or 2 a.m. or something. It's the next afternoon. And she talks about how she's so tired but doesn't want to go to sleep because she worries if she goes to sleep, then she'll wake up from the dream she's having. Um, despite the fact that Ego's like, Diego, not Ego, <laughs> Diego is like, no, this is real. You're here. This isn't a dream. Um, but uh, yeah. And right before... So the handsome priest and cranky nun walk into Diego's room right after Ava jumps out the window. Um, I guess because they hear someone coming. I, I don't know. But a lot of this whole episode could have been avoided if she just stuck around to meet handsome priest, <laughs> uh, which sort of frustrated me because I was like, this is a bad episode of television. Then she goes to this bar. Someone gives her a drink. She's like, this is alcohol. And the woman's like, this is a bar, you dumb shit. (laughs) And uh, then she is dancing. And then she leaves the bar. And she finds this, like, really gorgeous uh, oceanfront property with a pool. She is like, I wonder. She's like, I, you know, now I can run and dance. And I wonder what swimming feels like. And then she is in the midair. They do literally a freeze frame, like record scratch. Oh, wait, really? does my halo, does my halo include the ability to swim? And then she jumps into the water and no listeners, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is when a guy saves her, uh, a very handsome Spanish lad uh-huh. whose, whose name I did not write down, write down, but you said his name is JC. Yeah, I can pick up the next episode from here if you want. <laughs> no, this is not where this episode ends. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. So JC, first of all, that fucking sucks because I don't think he's Jesus Christ. Um, he is not. J- so JC's friends come back and he basically reveals to Ava that they're not criminals. They're just opportunists. And the person who actually owns this property only uses it like two months of the year. And the rest of the time, it's just empty. They don't rent it out. They don't put it on Airbnb. And I was like, yeah, but that place is gorgeous. They have to have some sort of like groundskeeper. Uh-huh. And yeah. and because this place is in Immaculate. But uh, that, that is never addressed. And so then one of JC's friends gives Ava some clothes and they go to the club. And really? Yeah. And so uh, the, the like... <laughs> So one of the one of the act one of JC's friends, there's one guy actually. So there's not just one black character because one of JC's friends is a black guy, and then there are two, you know, Caucasian looking people, and um, two women, I should say. And uh, one of them is like, here, try this on. I think it would really suit you, and I can, you know, alter it if necessary. And she's like, well, we're going to prison later. And Ava's like, what? And <laughs> the woman's like, it's a club. And I was immediately imagining Stefan on <laughs> SNL. Like, yes. oh, I need to tell you about prison. This it club has everything. has everything. Drugs, dancing, 
and a demon selling you more drugs. <laughs> so they, uh, so JC at some point feeds Ava, and she eats a lot because she's very hungry and you know hasn't eaten in a long time, despite vomiting, which again really bothered me. Um, they go to a club. There's a one of the nuns plays pian- plays a sad song on the piano. And they're all in like their pajamas. And I was like, this is fucking awful. And then they're doing like a training thing. And the Mary warrior nun is having a memory of a conversation with Shannon. And she's like, normally when we spar, you wipe the floor with me in five minutes without breaking a sweat. What's going on? And Shannon's like, oh, you know, sometimes I'm stressed or whatever she says. And it, it sort of makes it seem like. Uh, at least I got the impression that Shannon was maybe betraying their order, the order of warrior nuns, because in the present, after like after this flashback, in the present, Mary's talking to handsome priest, and she's like, they knew we were coming. There was an explosive wrapped in divinium, which is, you know, the way to kill warrior nuns. And, you know, so who knew we were going to be there? And handsome priest is like, hmm, I don't know. That wasn't part of my briefing i was just told to be handsome with glasses and <laughs> um so meanwhile back at the at meanwhile back at prison um uh, a, prid- a midget named stefan who also with, has drugs <laughs> yeah. and a midget wearing a sombrero um <laughs> so ava is dancing she asks jc for molly she does some more dancing then she sees the red demon smoke again And she follows it to this back room in the club. And she basically just sees these two kids high out of their mind on drugs. Maybe they overdosed and that's why the demon cloud is there. But she freaks out, understandably, because those people do look either extreme, like dangerously high or already dead. And uh, they are she and JC leave the club and the halo ring in her back starts glowing. And at this point in my notes, uh, a callback to one of our very first episodes where the warrior nun has the same problem as Cylons, where if she gets too excited during sex, people are going to be like, um, your back is glowing. (laughs) (laughs) The end of episode one. Okay. Well, now it's my turn. I did my homework, but (laughs) just in advance. How long have we been doing this? Maybe we should try and. Oh, no. So, yeah, take the same amount of time. Sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> now, listeners, uh, I'm so excited to just kick back and maybe <laughs> hope that some of Andy's notes start to make sense. <laughs> okay. So open. And I don't know this character at all. And they didn't say it was in Spain because I guess, you know, I should have known that. So, so apparently they're in Spain. Spain. <laughs> and she wakes up and she's in a big bed and she's confused and her she's like crying. And um and I don't know why she's so excited. It's very weird. It makes a lot more sense it's because, if she thought it was a dream. <laughs> yeah, she went to sleep and was it still had her walking capabilities. Yeah. No, that, that makes it makes a lot more sense now that I'm like I was like because <laughs> I watched second episode, I'm like, I don't understand this girl's you know, crazy. I'm gonna interject here. This isn't the first time Andy's done this. Granted, this first time it was not for this podcast, but he watched Fleabag and he started with season two <laughs> like an idiot. And then hey, he's like, oh, season, season two is one. way better than okay, season one. Fair. Season two is a far superior 
season of television. But you <laughs> have to start with season one. If you haven't started, if you haven't watched Fleabag, go fucking watch Fleabag. Good, good, good. Watch Junior. Now, please continue. I'll stop interrupting. I, I, <laughs> I submit that you do not need to watch season one. It does make certain bits of season you two. You need to decide uh, who you trust, listeners. Decide <laughs> who you trust. <laughs> you know, you know. You know what side you're on, listeners. Anyways, okay, so she's very excited. I was very confused. Um, she then is, like, going in to take a shower, and oh, you, hear, you just hear a scream, and boy, a boy runs in, uh, and she had, like, the shower on cold setting, and uh, then he's, like, trying to help her show, sh- you know, Wait, figure out Wait, the boy the runs works. into the shower? Yeah, she still has her sh- towel on, like, which is not how I, like, you know, if I'm in the shower, I don't put my towel back on fully so uh, i thought that was a little strange but it works for the next se- well it doesn't work but it's stupid but um boy runs in and he's like talking to her about his settings and she's like they go to shift to monologue and he's like she's like is, is he hitting on me oh he is hitting on me no he's just trying to help me figure out how the shower works no he is he is hitting oh on there me. is like a, there is a weird moment bad. in episode one where he's telling ava about like basically how he's a thief for a living and she's like well can i hang out with you guys and he's like yeah sure um i mean we kind of told you our whole deal and if you don't hang out with us like you're a liability so um (laughs) but she doesn't put that together Uh, but then she's like she then says well just so you know i don't have much life experience (laughs) it's like it's like a really i think it was supposed to be this joke where she he thinks she's trying to tell him she's a virgin, but actually she's trying to tell him this is my first time outside of a bed. Like <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, this makes so much more sense. This whole relationship was very confusing for me. So I was like, I don't understand you know, why if she's. You pause a show on Netflix, it will show you, like, uh, oh, I, I can't do this I, with you. You know what? I actually did pause it because I had to go and help uh, get resettle the kids for their nap time. So you know, I had an opportunity to notice. Don't put this on the kids. Don't put this on the kids. I had. I'm not. I'm just saying. I had. It's even more on me. I had an opportunity to notice that I was on the wrong episode, and then I did look anyway. So just kept right on going. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh yeah. So so she's naked and it's a ridiculous mon or she's got the towel on but it's a ridiculous monologue about him maybe hitting on her and she's just like not she doesn't understand it's it's annoying yeah there's a a lot more sense there's a moment in the first episode where she's like oh i was rescued by a cute boy cool and then she's like just keep talking pretty boy i just want to kiss those lips i'm like who talks like this oh boy yeah oh boy that's all in her vo it looks like looks like you meet some of the nuns then yeah, well, he he mentions the scar on her back, and she like gives him a look, and I was like, "Do not know about the scar you have." And it, was, it was man, man, knowing the context of episode one is very useful. I was like, "How do you not know Andy, your own body?" Really, it really sounds like Andy <laughs> watched this episode, and it, he's the way he's reacting now is like, "I just found money on the sidewalk. <laughs> like all of this is coming together for me." <laughs> this show is magical. <laughs> Oh my god. So then they cut to nuns and it's um like every every single person has a different accent. Like it's the most Truly. international. It does, it's no, very none absurd. of them speak Spanish. Like they could do subtitles, but no. They do again in this episode, they have 
one person say three words of Spanish, which <laughs> one one of the nuns comes up and says like uh, Universidad. At one point. Yeah, like, it oh, doesn't okay, make what? it doesn't make sense because like I don't think like the main actor, the woman who plays Ava, she's from Portugal, so it's like they if the setting <laughs> needed to be somewhere in Europe but not Spain, like they could have done Portugal. <laughs> like they could have done like basically any other place or a place that speaks English, which is clearly what they had in mind. Yeah, it was very strange. Anyway, so there's these nuns talking about a situation, which I didn't really understand why. Um, makes sense. <laughs> they're talking about like an ambush thing that, that occurred, but they're not giving any information. Makes Yeah, that came earlier. <laughs> um then there's one nun who's like being really pissy with the others like uh, was this like, the black I, woman no no that i called her angry but black lady she uh, is i mean she i mean unfortunately that she is pigeonholed as the angry yes, black very character. much um but the, it was this uh like i mean every, basically all the other nuns were sort of brown skinned so she had very high cheekbones uh, and she was taller than most of the other nuns. But she was like, I, my family's been doing this since the first crusade, and da 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 da. I deserve and we all know how well those went. Jesus, what a thing to <laughs> brag about. That's fucking dumb. Well, they, their, her family has four people who've held the halo besides her, and she's betrayed her entire. Yeah, I was like, I don't care. Then whatever. So in this um, episode, I, I genuinely have a question: Is it clear how many of the warrior nuns have halos? Do all of them have halos? No, there's only one halo. Okay. Like the, the Beyonce song. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Got it. Um, and then a handsome priest with glasses is is talking to them too. And then he's like, We need we need to go. Uh and and he's like, Well, he's like, let's look at this. And that's when I was like, This I think this is religious Charlie's Angels, because it's one dude leading a bunch of women around. <laughs> and uh I mean I was like, Well I guess episode three we'll see how that advances. <laughs> Um, so they're looking at a dead body, and he's like, "Oh, I think I think this is uh, this is the work of a Tarasque, and I guess that must be Shannon." Then, because um, he's like, "This isn't done by a human." And What's they say a it's a Tarasque, and I was like, "I was like from D and D, like I mean that's like really scary. <laughs> like if it's a Tarasque, like everyone already lost. I don't know what you're doing." But apparently, a Tarasque is a high level demon that they haven't seen for a hundred years, and so that's uh, the red smoke demon from episode one. Yeah, it can it can possess bodies. It can take a corporeal form and and okay. attack people. Um, gotcha. And and it can yeah. So so not like D and D. And then and then the the really pissy nun just like keeps saying talking shit about Ava how she doesn't deserve any of this. And I was like, okay, we get it. I I've picked up that you don't like it. Uh, and then then he's like, we then the priest is like, okay, we need to go. And they all just walk away. And that's then they cut to an architectural dig. And there's a lady in white who wait 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 I don't know. where were the warrior nuns? They were in and a church. Priests? They were in a church. Probably the same church where the roof collapsed. Which there frankly... was no construction work being done. <sighs> the roof there was no there was no sky, there were no uh, looked like uh, zero emergency skylights that had been made. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I had no evidence of a battle. Um, so they cleaned up good, or they moved shop. I don't know. Um, so then they leave the church, and it cuts to an architectural dig. And there's like a just a dirty plate that's being handed to a lady in white, um, and apparently it's been hanging out there since the Third Crusade. And then she's like, "You need to like, you know, whoever you paid for this is worth it." And I don't, 
I, I don't know. Is, this, is that a reference to something in the first episode where they talk about bribes? Um, did, did you meet if the lady it is, in, I from Aerotech? I might have been practicing base scales. I can't stress enough. Okay. One thing you're missing from our witty and fun recaps, listeners, is that this show is so boring. Like, it's so painfully boring to watch. Like, there's just these long scenes of people just talking. And it's, you're just like, this doesn't, I don't care about any of this shit. And so, like, I don't know, 15 minutes into episode one, I did go over to the wall, grab my bass guitar, and start practicing scales. Well, I didn't plug it in. I wasn't like, you know, rocking out, but it was just, I couldn't do it otherwise. It was so boring. Okay. So they have a dirty plate and they scrape it off and it looks like it's like part of a shield, whatever. I don't know. Um, shield plate. Then, sure. Then they cut back show. to the church and there's a bunch of ninja nuns training. And it was sort of weird because uh, last time we saw them, they were like, the father's like, we have to go. And then... Then we come back to the church and they're all still there. And I See, don't really know. So there was, yeah, I think there's like a home base that they have where they do their training and stuff. Okay. Maybe, so, maybe, but it looks a lot like the, the church where the roof collapsed. <laughs> Probably just, it's just a different camera angle because. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, did you leave? I don't under, I was like, I, the show kept going. I was sort of just stuck on like, wait, did we, is this new? Pl I don't know where we are. Like what happened? No um, one knows. Then we learn the halo is really important, and hell will basically win if they retrieve the halo uh, via the Tarrasque, uh, stealing it from the body of whoever whoever has it, Ava. Um, then a dude uh, who's higher up than handsome handsome priest, it uh, turns out he's a cardinal, um, he's like disappointed that anything happened and the halo's in someone else, and he's like, uh, the pissy nun definitely deserves it. And... Uh, since her family's been good to the church for a really long time and he's like you have one day and it's like i don't like so they have one day to like kill this person and like get the halo out of her like and that seems one, really yeah, mean and that's that's odd because the one thing that's made abundantly clear in episode one is that if you have the halo you're really fucking hard to kill that was sort of my impression as well. I was like, so they have to, they're going to have like a running battle to like, we need that back. And the only way to do that is to murder you. <laughs> Go back to being dead. See, like, like, I was like, I don't, that seems like a lot. Okay. All right. So then they cut to a clothing shop. This is where I was really confused. It's some girl and there's like a, just a magma blade thing that just like kills her. And then they cut away. And I was like, who the fuck was that? And why are they now dead? And I don't understand anything. Maybe she worked there and they <laughs> were tracing Ava's signal. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, man. I think that's it. It must be it. But like, in <laughs> having zero knowledge, I was just like, what is happening right now? It was, oh, so, it was a beautiful moment of confusion. I was like, this is not a good show. <laughs> yeah, when uh, Ava flies into the t-shirt the shop in episode one, there's no one there, so. <laughs> oh, so they just, like, killed the demon people, just killed a random person for, <laughs> that like, That is what existing. it sounds like. Granted, I haven't <laughs> seen this episode. <laughs> there, was, there was zero interaction. She just looks over and then dies, and I was like, okay, <laughs> bye, I guess. Oh boy. It was a great supporting supporting role right there. <laughs> okay, so then uh we go back to Ava and it's they're having breakfast now. So like like thirty minutes have passed, uh and like the, the oh, church yeah. people left Ava, and came back. Ava like, and these other people ha are in no hurry. They just yeah. take all day to do anything. Like it's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, JC apparently has amazing cooking skills, and he 
made like churros like so so i was like maybe it's longer than 30 minutes (laughs) that all this stuff has occurred but it was just like they are still on breakfast (laughs) so nothing's really moved at all um and then she's like they're all chatting him and his friends are chatting and she's just goes back into internal monologues of how she's never had friends it's just and she's just like wraps herself up in her own head man that's harsh on diego she and diego were tight okay and then (laughs) and then she um I, I was thinking it was just really obnoxious, and so maybe the writers noticed it, and then they had to cut it off by having her stand up and go, I'm going to the beach. And, like, with, like, the weirdest frown, like, she's bad, and then she goes, you can't, uh, you can't save, you know, I don't need you to save me all the time, I can slay my own dragons. And then she just leaves, and everyone at the table's like, what? <laughs> you know, like a, like a regular person would. And then one of JC's friends walks by, is like, she seems great, really stable. <laughs> I was like, that's that's a really great line. (laughs) That's a thesis statement for this entire show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, And then they go back to the nun, uh, angry black lady. She has like a shell from the ambush, uh, I guess. Oh, so she did reconstruct the thing from the shrapnel. Interesting. Well, no, it's it's an actual bullet. It's not a shell. It's not a shell case. It's a full bullet. So it's like someone who was shooting just like drops some bullets like i don't really understand how she what got they that called but it? She... divinium uh well i well no there's his armor piercing rounds not oh, divinium whatever because that wasn't mentioned yet and i was very confused still <laughs> um but so then she she's like trying to find out where the bullet came from so she finds like uh um she goes to like an arms dealer and he says you know talk to like some people and they're going to be hard to work around. And so she goes and she just like pit, seems to pick like a random homeless guy and just punches him with a knife, the the, the hilt of a knife until she Jesus. like says, says like, yes, OK, I'm part of this group or something. And then so wait, then she, she goes. Hold on. Let me back up. OK. She goes to an arms dealer. Arms dealer is yes. like, you have to go talk to this other guy. She finds a random homeless person, punches him like until he admits. Yeah. Yes, I'm no, part of the secret like, cabal. <laughs> yeah, it felt oh my really God. like she's just like in an alleyway, and it's like this guy is like bedraggled. He likes he looks down on his luck. Like I mean, he met Mary, so it's obviously not going to be a good day. But it he just like he looks homeless. I was like, are you sure you're just not taking out your frustration? Did he follow her there or something? I don't know, but so so she's like beating him up, and he admits to something. I didn't quite make it out, and I was like, I'm not going back to figure it out. And then, so then she's like, okay, see, that was easy. And then she like handcuffs him on like this pipe, and then like starts describing cutting his brachial artery and like describing like just torture. And I was like, I don't, I was like, I thought you just got what you needed. I don't understand what's still happening. It was very. It was very strange. Huh. Um, I think Mary has some issues and or I miss things. Could be both. <laughs> well, I, my sense from episode one is that she was madly in love with Shannon. Oh, okay. And okay. I don't think it was ever consummated since, you know, they're nuns and that's kind of their whole deal. Okay. I'm sure that, that is, did not come up in episode two. Uh, so then we cut back to Ava and she's just playing with sand, which again, having not known that she'd been bed bound the entire her entire life it, i thought it was very weird that she was just like they did a blurry filter on and then she was just you know what we sand. need a voiceover for is andy's inner monologue watching this episode <laughs> <laughs> i was just like this none of this makes sense why is this happening 
these are these are weird choices, guys. <laughs> oh boy. <sighs> oh man. So then, um, also, I also. So you're like JC's a thief. I was like, JC's like a rich pampered boy who just has tons of money. And so, so then they like sit him. He comes over and, um, they do another voiceover thing where, uh, where she's like thinking of jokes or something, and then she just like. He, he's like trying to comfort her a little bit and um she insults him and calls him soft and he's like okay with it which is sort of a cool thing that he was like mess you know not like super hyper masculine and then we find out why his i wrote why he should be pitied for his wealth and situation but um because he says like his mom died from cancer and i was like oh he's just like had a ton of money guess not i guess he's just- <laughs> no his mom died and he's like well i'm gonna go rob from rich people now <laughs> yeah it's it's an interesting life choice um so then now it's like the evening so so this so they just like cut it's the evening they're going to get caviar and they're leaving to to get caviar well it's that they know that there's a a shindig happening and they're gonna go steal caviar and steal this goods they're gonna scam their way in does anyone actually like caviar besides like russians like what on earth i i, I mean i've had it it's like okay it's exactly it's a, just, that's it's a what, weird it's, mouthfeel it's weird eggs and stuff <laughs> <sighs> so there, so again again it's all everyone has a different accent every single person it's so absurd um so then they they go to where this shindig is, and it turns out to be the Aerotech like tech company, and that's that's the the lady who we met earlier at the architectural dig. She apparently has since flown from where she was at to this this uh, wherever you know her home base is in the intervening like couple hours. Eva and JC are going in. They have a pass, a press pass, I guess, and they. Apparently, the plan, which he did not communicate to her or to us, uh, was to get in, uh, scam their way through the building, and get uh, get his friends in like the back, and then they could like rejoin them and all like eat eat rich rich people food at this tech event that they I guess don't really know. Man, that's um, a long walk for snail eggs. It, yeah, it seems extreme. It seems extreme. It does set up for all these people to be involved in this place, but I was like, this just this seems very complicated. <laughs> Uh, so Eva goes there and she sees the cardinal who we, who we met earlier and she's like I don't want to go back to the church in another voiceover thing but that's like all you get and then uh, and he also has a glowing ring which we, I guess we find out is the Davidium which rela- reacts to people who have the halo um, which yeah now, it, it glows like a sting in Lord of the Rings yeah yeah and I was just very or sting I was like, in tantric sex <laughs> 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 okay sorry <laughs> But I was very confused because I, you know, I didn't know Yo. that. I was just like, what are you, why is, how is this, whatever. Uh, so then they, they break into this party um, where, and the way they break in is JC trips a guard and has Ava be an accessory to petty theft where she steals his badge. And I, and I was just like, why is she going along with this? As he's like comforting the guard and like she's like pointing at the badge and there's remember, like remember she's getting valuable life experience this is <laughs> her like unpaid internship andy they're surrounded by like 30 people and this is like the biggest like someone just fell down like everyone's gonna look and so they just pulled off this heist 
right in front of everyone. Also, like no one reacts to them like going in and out of out of this like the the press room where they were at where everyone was eating and drinking. Like it was it was very. And why security. the fuck is there a press room at a bougie caviar party? Well, it's the tech. There, uh, I tech understand it's a tech up. company, but were they making an announcement of some kind? They were. They were. That's what, and the, so she, so I didn't like that was not made clear to us the viewers until now. Like just so for, many other things. <laughs> It was like they didn't say anything until now. It was just like okay, and then she, uh, t- Lady in White, runner owner of Terra Tech, shows up, uh, and uh, and she's like, "I have an announcement to make." And I was like, "Oh, this makes much more sense. Why things are happening at all?" Okay, <laughs> she says she can stabilize the Higgs field, the Higgs boson field, I guess, and apparently that means she can make quantum portals. Um, and so she. Uh, <laughs> so she has this huge machine, sets up a quantum portal, puts her hand through it, and it's like, oh, I need to take my hand out because that now, uh, you know, it'll just close otherwise. And I was like, uh, uh, okay. And then they cut to the party crashes as they're stealing. Uh, they uh, this company also apparently has pioneered wheelchairs that you can drive with your brain. So like they decided we need definitely needed to go further than that as their tech capabilities. Um. Wow, so, I bet Professor X is like super stoked. <laughs> it's, He's it's like, I can cool. get in NASCAR with this thing. Yeah, so they're they are party crashing, and what they're doing is they get JC and Ava get in the wheelchairs and are like driving around. And I don't like. I was like, aren't you guys? This is like the dumbest. Like, what are is you doing? Is there a moment <laughs> where Ava's actually like really wicked good at driving the wheelchairs because she was a quadriplegic, a quadriplegic in a past life? Literally, she was actually. You know what? Now that you say that, she was weirdly excited about it, and I didn't understand why. <laughs> it was. I was like, I do not understand her joy about finding a wheelchair. This seems so weird. I'm back home. <laughs> uh, and JC, like they just drive off, and I was like, this. Okay, whatever. Um, no one suspects the person in a wheelchair. <laughs> uh, that's not an adage. That's just something I made up. <laughs> but so then, then we come back to the Aerotech lady. She is crowing about her success to the cardinal, and uh, apparently, she uses divinium to do that. And the cardinal's like, "This, this will destroy everything. You don't understand what you're doing." And she's like, "You, your church has hoarded this, this entire metal for yourselves for centuries. It's time to share and bring it to the light." And it's all this like ridiculous posturing stuff, um, with the press like all like recording around them. Then we go back to church. Take me to church. We're looking for Eva. Ava. Wait, Ava. I, you know, I'm thinking of Wally. Eva. <laughs> Eva. We cut back to church, and everyone is still, they're, they're like, the, the nuns are looking for, for uh, Eva. But the, Ava, the handsome father, Ava, Eva, Eva, uh, Eva e- EVA, uh, and apparently handsome, handsome father is, like, excited about having her as super lady and not the prissy uh, nun. He's like, well, he, this is when he gets into his whole, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, we have to follow have, God's will. Have have faith, and it's all like, it's just, oh, are my glasses okay? okay? <laughs> I didn't trim my beard this morning. <laughs> Don't oh, call me man. Bosley. Uh, so that and this is then. Then we cut back to the party, and there's a guy yelling, uh, like a like. I guess he's a merc- mercenary dude. He's yelling at like a, a guy who works for Aerotech, and he's like, "Hey, you know." And he's got an Irish accent, so of course, because you know they, they everyone uses oh, a different accent. And 
he's like he's pissed because people died at the ambush thing and i was like oh now i died <laughs> angry black lady mary with with this and i was like oh they did that so Airtech's responsible for the ambush um and he's he's like he points out that people are scammers that are, you know jc and his friends are scammers uh, and he's like you guys don't you guys have terrible security we cut to more voiceover from uh Eva and JC, JC, they have a, they're about to have a moment, and then she like gets into her head, of course, and and the, I was like, this is just a dumb will they won't they thing. I hope I hope he dies, so I don't have to deal with this in the future. It would be uh, kind of hilarious if there's all this build up to her wanting to kiss him, and then she has to join a nunnery and never kisses anyone again except Jesus. Oh God! So so they are wandering through the halls uh, because you know why would you? yeah like they're there to scam food but yeah let's just wander through the halls she's going in like random doors she sees the room with the shield and it has no other security and she walks just opens, pops open the door and goes in and the shield like lights up and glows and they're like having a moment around that that's where that will they want the moment happens she's like you're pretty and she's like oh i need to go in my head and think about things and then she she leaves and they're looking at other things and she sees a kid and she's like oh I need to, they're like, well, we should probably go. And, like, their friends are like, hey, security is, like, sort of pick, picked up on things. You need to get going. And she's like, well, no, I need to, I need to, like, go in more doors. And so she sees a kid. <laughs> she sees a kid is like, I need to go talk to him. And JC's like, no, we actually need to go. Like, Maybe it's like, Diego. <laughs> so they go back to the party. And then she's like, no, and closes the door. And he's, like, locked out. And he pushes against the door. Like, uh, he's on the party side where everyone can see this interplay happening, I guess. And he's, like, they don't apparently draw any any uh, connection to Man, the guards there. Man, how boring was this fucking party? It was They're not... just like, look at these people stealing caviar. How quaint. <laughs> yeah. uh, so then she goes back, and she's like, I'm going to talk to the boy. And she opens the door, and that door caused an alarm to go off. So then, like, the guards are, like, running around. And then a demon, like, Ava, Ava starts, like, running and there's a guards chasing, and then a demon teleports in, and it's a huge monstrous thing, and she goes through another door, and the demon blasts the door open, and the two guards who were, like, chasing her were, like, run away screaming. Demon blasts the door open, and then, like, sees where she went, and then hits, like, a chair to the side, because it just, that's where it needs to fight things, I guess. And then other, then the battle nuns show up, and they shoot at a bunch, and then... That's it. That like they uh, the the they none scared it off. I guess or Ava did. I'm not really not really certain on that. And she's like, "Well, I just need to leave." And she runs by the nuns and they like stick in the neck with a with a, a syringe. She falls unconscious. Wow, that's and, a rough hazing. And then they then they like they're like the handsome father's there and he's the handsome priest and he's like grab her legs and like they're gonna drag her out with like. Like, no guards have been subdued, as far as I can tell, so I don't really understand how they're going to escape this facility, but... Now, that's for the you, episode. did Handsome Priest give you a creepy, older guy vibe, like Jason Bateman's character in Juno? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, not really. It, not really. He, I, mean, he, he, I got the professional Charlie's... Knowing what we know about the Catholic Church and its priests, <laughs> it's a little suspicious that there's this priest hanging out with all these attractive young women and seemingly no one else <laughs> no i felt i i felt like it was a professional charlie's angel religious Char charlie's angel setup i felt good about it yeah but bosley's weird too 
<laughs> do do you even meet him? I don't. I have not watched enough Charlie's Angels to know. Uh, in the new one, it's she's uh, Bosley is Elizabeth Banks. Oh, okay. Anyway, are we done? Uh, yeah. We're done. Yeah, that was the show? end of episode one and two. Uh, both of them <sighs> stellar, highly unrecommended. Good, 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 good watch. So okay. Now that oh boy, that was man, what a ride, huh? <laughs> Welcome to 2021. I'd like you know to say what? that it's going to be better than 2020, but we're not off to an auspicious start, huh? Who Honestly, knows? Watching episode two was a lot more fun when I didn't know anything was going on. I, I was like, this s- is- somewhere <laughs> there's a voiceover for Andy's inner monologue. <laughs> what? Why is she playing with sand? <laughs> oh, it gets everywhere. Oh, it does get everywhere. Uh, anyway, I would like to recommend a film by one of my favorite directors, Denis Villeneuve. Uh, it is a film called Prisoners from 2013, starring Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Terrence Howard, Viola Davis, Maria Bello, the angry guy from 13 Reasons Why, <laughs> and... <laughs> What's his name? Logan Lerman? It's a weird name in real life, too. But it, it's a really, it's it's very dark. It, it starts with children in peril and then sort of gets darker from there. So if that's not your thing, skip this one for sure. It's also rather long, but I, I watched it and I immediately texted Andy. I was like, this might now be my number one favorite movie. It's so exquisitely crafted and there's all these moments where a, just a fleeting image or a snatch of something you see earlier in the film comes back to have much greater significance later. And it, it's uh, it's fantastic. Paul Dano plays the quote-unquote villain. Um, I'll leave that up to you, whether you guys think he actually is the, the villain. Um, there's lots of cool stuff with mazes. Um, yeah, Prisoners. It's on Amazon Prime, I believe, is where I watched it. You did recommend it. I I watched the trailer for that, and I was like, "Yes, this sounds. This seems amazing. I love Paul da- Paul Dano." It, it's and, and it's true. Like the cast alone is worth the price of admission, as far as I'm concerned. Everyone in it is outstanding. Uh, so my good watch is Castlevania, which is an anime on uh, Netflix, uh, sort of based on. I, th- I think they were inspired by the the game, and they're like. To, I mean, it has the identical name. Right, have, there has uh, to be some connection there. Yeah, so I think they were like, <laughs> let's just let's just ride with this. Let's just keep it go- like let's go with it. And it is, I love the artwork, the the art style for the for the anime. Um, the fight scenes are a ton of fun. It's a it's a uh, guy Trevor Belmont is like a, a last survivor of survivor of the Belmont clan, and he's sort of a disgrace. He's like an alcoholic, and he just like ends up. Like he's he's like a super good fighter, but also just like you know he's got a flawed hero, right? Um, and it's 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 fun. It's a fun time. Uh, if you watch Prisoners and it gets a little dark with with the children, you can come and enjoy some lighter stuff with uh, watch some some vampires uh, fight fighting in in Castlevania. Uh, I I've watched. There's a couple seasons. So I think there's three or four, and I've watched them, and they're they're pretty enjoyable. It's a good time. Is this uh it originally in English? program or yes is it like... yes oh, it's okay. not it's not uh subbed interesting uh well uh, there you go uh two great programs <laughs> to check out two, instead two... of warrior nun and maybe and if this piqued your interest you could go start with episode three you know that's a service <laughs> we provide to you 
Um, <laughs> you, you already know what happens. Just ride <laughs> right into right into the sunset with episode three of Warrior Nun. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, please subscribe to our show in the podcatcher of your choice. And uh, if you have an iPhone or you use iTunes, head over there and leave a nice review. Give us all the stars. That's rad. And um, he's Andy. Hi, guys, Evan. And this is Bad Watch, the Baywatch of podcasts. <laughs> oh.